Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, welcome back to the show. My name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com, and I am joined by my co-host, Barb Soderopoulos. Barb, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you? Awesome. I am doing so well. All right, so I'm excited about this show today. Barb and I are going to talk about some gift ideas, maybe for uh, the artist in your life, or maybe you are that artist in your life. So I think this is exciting. We've uh, culled together about five different items that we want to recommend, and we're just going to go through. Five each. Yeah, five each. So Five uh, each. So you're getting 10, actually. (laughs) 10 items to add to your list. All right. And Barb, you have a blog post that you wrote about these items, right? And you have some different items on there as well. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to give five items from my personal awesome. list, but uh, I have I have my own list of ten things over on my blog, and I'll go through each one. And there's links to uh, previous reviews I've done on some of the the, the items that I'm listing as Very well. Cool. So this is only technically half of my list, but you're getting you're getting uh, you're getting John's picks too. Today. Awesome. All right. Very cool. So be sure and head to the uh, show notes, and we'll have a link set up for you guys over there. All right, so let's just dive right in here, Barb. Uh, the first thing on my list that I want to recommend is, and it's something that I started uh, just using just recently, are these ampersand hardboard uh, cradled boards. So this is a really cool thing to use as your support to put your paper, uh, fix your paper on this board, and it just creates this wonderful drawing surface. And so what I did is recently I took some 3M positionable uh, adhesive and put that down on my board. I put my um, my pastel matte paper then down on that, and then I cut around it, and it created this great surface that is just very sturdy. Uh, it will stand up to a lot of erasing and a lot of uh, multiple layers, just a lot of abuse. And I, I love it. And I, the more I kept going, it was like, my goodness, I, there's not a stopping point. I can just keep on going if I want to. I can get, you know, infinite amount of layers on this. And I don't know. I'm really thinking that this may be something that I'm going to be doing for a long, long time now. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, it sounds, I, I don't really know of too many other people using that either. So that's it's really kind neat. Of an I mean, these are, these are great boards put out by Ampersand uh, Museum um, series. Hardboard is what they're called, and they're ultra smooth, uh, non absorbent, or archival, obviously. So it's, it's really great. You can put anything on top of that. You know, just you'd want to uh, use some kind of adhesive if you're putting paper or anything else, I guess, on that. But this way, you know, it's cradled with a, a one and a half inch uh, board around it so that it can stand out away from the wall, sort of gives you that three-dimensional kind of look to the piece, and you don't have to frame it. You know, you put a varnish on that, and there it is. Voila. So Yeah, and that's a really interesting look, too, because I, I find, too, that what's nice about this option is that sometimes... 
putting things behind glass. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but like it, it, it's not that it takes away from something from mm-hmm. it, but sometimes it does feel like it does. Mm-hmm. And colored pencil sometimes, as much as it's not a, a very three dimensional medium, it is really nice to be able to see yeah. it like with your bare eyes. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like without kind of anything obstructing it. So that's kind of an interesting solution to being able to do that without, you yeah. know. And so having it be, you know, presentable in terms of hanging it on the wall. Well, and for those that may be interested in uh, more about what I'm going to do with that, I guess um, you can go to the show notes and, you know, have a link set up over there. But I'm also going to link link you over to Esther Roy's blog because I'm going to use her step-by-step in how she prepares her work with, you know, protecting it and putting a varnish on it. So I'm going to follow that. I think that'll be. A lot of fun just to um, present it in that way. I've not not done that before, so I'm excited about it. So, Barb, what's on your list? Uh, so the first one I want to talk about is called the Canvas Lamp. It's from uh, a new newer company. They're, they're called Canvas. Um, essentially, you may have seen these on Instagram. I definitely posted about it on my Instagram. I did a um, kind of like an unboxing reel for it uh, a little while ago, but. I was really excited about it. A friend of mine on Instagram had purchased one, and I, I'm not typically this impulsive with things, but especially things that are like around a certain price point. But it just seemed like a total no-brainer uh, to yeah. me. Um, if you're doing any kind of posting where you're doing time lapses or you know filming your work from overhead, uh, it, this this thing to me is just genius. Essentially, it's behind me here. Some people might you probably can't see the entire thing right now, but Essentially what it is, is it's, it's a lamp. Um, so there's, there's a light kind of in this, in the assembly at the top, but there's, then there's a hole in it and a holder for your phone. So essentially you can set it to whatever angle and height and that sort of thing that you want. And you can film your, film yourself overhead, but then you have like a few different light settings similar to like a ring light and it'll, oh, there you go. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. No, it's showing it on screen <laughs> and, here. Yeah. It's so, really cool. Yeah, so it's it's really cool because you can just it's you know it's fairly sturdy and you can just sit there and film your work and and have consistent lighting and have it in a consistent height. You don't have to worry about you know. I ended up actually originally I had purchased uh, something on Amazon that was just like a a phone mm-hmm. holder, like a, or an iPad folder for for I guess people who watch movies and are too lazy to hold their iPad. <laughs> That's maybe mean to say, but it's true. <laughs> anyway, so I had purchased one of those, but the problem I was running into as soon as I would like tap the top of it to like start yeah. record, it would do this, like it would oh, bounce right, for right. a while, and I'd have to wait for it yeah. to stop, and then I could start doing. So the great thing about this is that it's it's very sturdy like that. So it's um, I've actually really really enjoyed it. The company is like just kind of a independent little business and uh two people their names are uh Stuart and abby jones are the ones that kind of came up with it and uh That's yeah so it's, it's i think it's a really great product and it comes with uh they have actually i think right now they're sort of sold out of a bunch of them but you can get kind of different colored wood bases and what's really great about it too so if you don't want just the lamp sitting on your desk it does come with an attachment that clamps onto your desk as well so it's yeah i think it's such a, a great innovative product and it's awesome there's a usb attachment to power it but you can also there's also an adapter so you can put it into a plug if you want as well, well that's really cool 
Um, I really yeah. like uh, their website. I mean, it it really explains everything yeah, really, really well. Really yeah. simple, really nice. They have a whole tutorial section, which is great. Mm. So you know, they're they're kind of also making it easy for for people who are purchasing it to like you know do do different things mm-hmm. with it and understand the product and. Hmm. It sounds like they're doing really well with it. So I was really happy to kind of support them. And while this is still kind of a new product and I think, you know, again, for anyone who's on Instagram or YouTube or whatever, and you're, you needed some sort of overhead device, like typically, you know, camera rigging setups and stuff like that can get pretty expensive and complicated. And this isn't necessarily inexpensive, but I just like the idea that it has this combo lamp kind of overhead, you know, tripod essentially and also just that it has all these functions of being able to like turn it certain angles and, yeah and uh and it looks yeah. nice yeah for sure <laughs> it does and it's got this scissor yeah. arm on it i mean it's just like my mic stand you know um so you can yeah. control it you have full control over it it looks like to put it anywhere yeah. that you want that's so cool awesome all right so moving along here uh i want to talk about a product or a set of products from Pain Pastel. I love these products. And these are called soft tools. And so there's a soft knife and a soft, uh, or a cover, I guess, for the soft knife. Um, I think of them as wands, but the actual company calls them knives. And so, you know, you're holding this object. You know, I've got a dirty one right here that I could, that I could show. Maybe it's not real palatable, but I've just used it recently. But the cool thing about it is you can actually wash uh, the little sponge, um, you know, cover on that uh, knife right here and clean it up if you want to do that. I've never done that. The company itself on their site says you could do that. Uh, All I do is I just rub it a little bit um, on a clean sheet of paper, you know, just grab some printer paper cheap enough and just rub that on there a couple times and voila it's as good as clean i can you know use it again and i don't have to worry about any kind of color transfer with that i also like the the other uh product i guess it falls under that soft tool uh umbrella there and i don't know what this one's called it's just a little bit smaller uh has a wooden handle and this little nib right here Gives you more control when you're wanting something just very tight and uh, detailed. Just use that. So, and those have little replaceable sponges on them as well. This just pops right out and you can replace that, but just a lot of control. And, you know, it looks a lot like a pencil. So you've got uh, just that ergonomics um, familiarity with holding it just the same way that you would a pencil. So do you use these, Barb? And they have Mm -hmm. the... Yes, I do actually. So I do use pen pastel mm-hmm. with colored pencil quite a bit as well. And they have actually the full like wedge sponges yeah. and stuff too, which are really yeah. nice to use on bigger right. areas, like the ones that you're referencing. I think they probably call them knives because they're the shape of like yeah, palette yeah. Knives. And I think that's and the, I think like pan the similarity there. Yeah, like the whole thing with pen pastel is like you are almost right. painting with it as opposed to. Anyways, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I really like them and I do find the tools really just pair with the product very yeah. well. I have tried using kind of like cheaper versions of, mm-hmm. of right. similar things that they just don't work as well, in my yeah. opinion. So 
Um, yeah, I really love these things. I think it's a great, if you're, if you're thinking about doing any kind of mixed media with your colored pencil work, mm-hmm. especially like this is, this is really great for like doing soft effects and backgrounds and stuff like that. So I think it's a really, um, now, really great now I love to add. I, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I love what you're saying there, Barb, about oh, using no. the pan pastels and using it as mixed media. And it looks like, uh, you know, they're talking about how you can even use some, uh, wet application as well with these yeah but guys what i want to also point out and i i like pan pastels once in a while i also want to point out though that i love using these on pastel mat and on sanded paper without uh using uh, any pan pastel medium as well polychromos in particular works really well with spreading out you know this pencil layer just by using the soft tools and it, it works so well doing it that way so they're very versatile. I mean, you could use them for so many different things. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, so I guess moving on to the next one. Um, I have Kiridosh Pablo on ah, my list. Love which uh very specifically the 12 oh. set. And I would explain <laughs> okay. why I'm saying the 12 okay. set. Now, obviously, it is great if you can get the yeah. bigger set, but what I like this particular product for, and I did a review on this mm. not long ago on my blog, but um, what I like about their 12 cent is that I feel like it's a nice range of colors that you, if if you're curious, if you want a highly light, fast, Karen Donish product mm. that isn't necessarily the price of luminance, but um, still would give you that uh, same idea mm-hmm. to some extent. I really like this product for that. Um, they're, they're, like I said, there's a good range of colors in the set of 12, and it's a really good introductory size mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to, to, to this brand and to that colored mm-hmm. pencil. I, I would say, too, it's nice. I mean, it, it, could, it would fit in a stocking. Oh, there you <laughs> go. I mean, yeah. It's quite the stocking yeah. stuffer, but anyways, if you, if you know, if you really wanted to invest in some nicer colored pencils, and we've talked about this before, but you know, you don't really like, I mean, for, for Canadians, especially, I think Karen Dosh is typically between, it's close to $500 for a set almost. So like the full set. So, you know, if you want to dip your toe in the water, but you just want to kind of like try some out first i think that's a really great set to start with i also really love that these pencils have the the hexagonal barrel yeah. yeah because they don't, they don't roll, roll away, away. You. they don't fall off your table <laughs> you wouldn't think that oh, would be a thing, a thing that you would care so much about <laughs> but i really love it <laughs> oh it absolutely is a thing no i i love that 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 is uh such a good pencil it's one of my favorites and I'll tell you guys, uh, one of the reasons why I love the Pablo so much is because you can get the most crisp, tiny little pinpoint lines and they will go on top of anything. I mean, you put something down, you have multiple, you probably have a hundred layers. A Pablo pencil will still go on top of that. Uh, it's, it's amazing for that. And you can draw the small little tiny flyaway hairs on. Uh, the head of your portrait, and they just work wonderfully f- for that. So you can control the color and everything else rather than having to grab your slice tool. I'm not against slice tools. They're kind of a cool thing. But a Pablo pencil, um, you know, it, it works, I think, in my opinion, just even better because you have that con- complete control over the color, the size, and all of that for those flyaway hairs or the tiny, tiny details. 
I love that, Barb. That is a great one. There's two in particular I love uh, more than anything else. Granite Rose and Cream. Oh, so good. (laughs) They are so good. Do you you need a minute? I might. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I'm good. You compose yourself and then we'll move on. (laughs) I'm good now. (laughs) No, they are so good. I mean, I I don't know. I've been uh, gravitating towards those even more and more lately, so. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I almost stole that one from your <laughs> list because I was like, well, when I, I like, when nope, I saw I, that I, on your list, I was like, ah, I can't talk about. It. Like, I'm going to talk about them anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, I sort of was like, I beat them to it, but it's fine because I knew you would just add to the point <laughs> anyway. So I was like, it's fine. All right, it's next, fine. It's next okay. on my list, Giotto's uh, 1900 Air Rocket Blaster or Rocket Air Blaster, the large one. Okay, now this thing, you know, the Giotto's brand of uh, air blasters, that's really what you need to look up. And uh, I'll have a link over there in the show notes for you. But I mean, if you go uh, to Amazon, I guess you could go to any uh, photography kind of site as well, like B&H Photo probably has it. And uh, I'm guessing Adorama probably has it as well. These are designed to clean lenses. And so... What I've done is I've taken this and I'm use, using it on my drawing to remove debris. So it's a replacement for brushing your work. And so instead of raking across your work and brushing all of the debris of maybe pencil layers or whatever it is on your on your work and possibly contaminating areas that you don't want to be contaminated, you have complete control to take the little tiny nozzle I'll show you guys a picture of it here. Um, I've had mine a long time and I used it for charcoal back in the day. So it's a little black here and there, but it's well used. (laughs) But you can take this little nozzle though, and you have complete control over, you know, how much air is expelled because of the the degree uh, of the force that's coming out of it. Depends on how quickly you're depressing this little bubble. Uh, But the other thing is that, you know, you're not contaminating the area that you just brushed uh, the, you know, pencil debris into. So I I love it. I have have a question then. So, okay, now I am a a brush person, Mm -hmm. but I I can understand with the brush because you could potentially be scraping it sort of across your entire surface. But with this, with the, I guess the air rocket, is it? Where where is the debris going? Is it is it just coming up in it the just air goes, and coming It just goes right down, into your lungs. It it's like... wonderful. Yeah, just <laughs> just <laughs> just use a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> no, no, okay. no. It's so terrible for your yeah, health. Yeah, but it works for your. No, 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 no. That's that's okay. a good question. Um, so I don't really think that it's doing anything too much different than when you use a brush. Now, when you're using a brush, you're also uh, touching your surface with with something you know you're dragging this these coarse hairs over your surface i still use a brush okay i don't always use it but i i still have you know a couple of brushes that i use once in a while but most of the time i'm trying to control uh all of that with this air rocket and so what i'm doing is i'm directing it it's probably gentler, right? Like I would assume it's easier to be gentler with this than the brush. You can be a little more accidentally heavy-handed. Right, that's exactly it. 
And I'm yeah. actually pushing it over into like upper right corner, bottom left corner, right. things like that. I'm directing right. where that is going, you know, okay. and so there's not a lot of force Good. to it. Uh, I dare say right. that, you know, when my, my furnace or uh, central air kicks on, that there's more force coming from that, you know, and kicking up something uh, than I am from this thing. But, you know, yeah, you could potentially, I guess, create a big mess. Now, if I was working in pastels, it would probably be even more of a concern. Oh, you I know? mean, that would be, you want to talk about long I, pr- I probably would, right there. Yeah, and you, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, if you're using this like on a sanded paper, so I mean, to a certain extent, even this can happen on pastel mat. If you're pressing too hard and you're right up there against the surface of your paper, you can remove some of your layers. So you want to just be kind of careful about that. So Good. Okay. Well, moving mm-hmm. on, um, I am also recommending on my gift guide, the Afmat Long Point uh, Pencil Sharpener. Yeah. And this is the manual version that I'm talking about. Now, the reason oh. I haven't tried the electrical the wrong, one, but the reason version. that I'm I, just kidding. <laughs> oh goodness, no, I mean, listen, Anyways, I I have not tried the electrical version. I actually would love to. But what I like about this one is that if you are new to long point pencil sharpeners, this is actually a lot more of a controlled yeah. way to sort of try it, uh, get the, yeah. you know, the, the hang of it. It does have different settings, which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, so you can kind of d- control the, but the length of the point. And yeah. um, I have a couple examples here. I'll show nice. on camera, but. This is uh, an Albrecht Durer pencil and uh, polychrolos um, that I sharpened mm-hmm. with it. And I mean, those are, those are some sky high points there. So very nice. Yeah. What's nice about it is it did accept the, uh, the round barrel and, and like a, an actual hexagonal yeah. barrel, which was nice. There were a couple brands that I found it struggled with a little bit, uh, just in terms of like pulling it mm-hmm. in when you're kind of cranky doing mm-hmm. the crank, but. Generally, generally speaking, I really like this one. I thought it didn't really take a lot of turns for it yeah. to get here very quickly. So, um, definitely takes like some, some trial and error, I think huh. the first couple of times you use it, but, but I would say if you really like long points, I also, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have it with me here right now, but I also tried this with Prismacolor and it did not break the mm. leg. I just want to specifically <laughs> mention that because... That might because be something I to really, get then, you know, if you're someone who uses Prismacolor well, Premier all the time, that might be a good the way yeah, to go. Yeah, here's, and here's the thing. I Just as an aside, I think that if you have a bad pencil sharpener, it will break any oh, yeah. pencil that oh, you yeah. own. Okay. So, and, I mean, Prismacolor is definitely susceptible to breakage. I would also say there are other brands that I've noticed that are also, it just, just depends on the core, right? So... Uh, but I will say that I did try it with a Prismacolor mm-hmm. one, and it it sharpened very sharp. It oh, didn't break, cool. and I was quite impressed with sure. that. Sure. So, okay, that's yeah. good to know. Uh, I don't have that one, I don't think. Uh, I have the electric, or as you call it, the electronical, or whatever you said. Uh, <laughs> Is that I'm what just, I said? <laughs> apparently, I'm just going to rib you all, all day to, today here. No, that's fine. I just was like, <laughs> no, no, like no, did no, I have I don't think you did. a body I, moment no, where I said electronical? No, I'm just I'm teasing. You probably... That's Canadian for electronic. <laughs> Canadian for electronic. I'm kidding. No, I, I'm teasing it's you. It's not. So, no. 
let's not start that yeah. rumor up. Like, pe- you like, probably have to put OU in the spelling of it somewhere. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, likely. <laughs> but what happens is, anyway. uh, so I use the um, the electric version of AFMAT. But to your point, what happens is, yeah, if that thing starts getting, I replace it about six or eight months. Because that thing starts getting uh, chipped up and old. You know, if you look at that helical blade, um, you know, it can start having just a, a little bit of uh, wear and tear on it, a little bit of um, nicks in it and things like that. So it's a good idea to replace those, depending on how often you're able to draw, you know, you're going to wear them out quicker. I wish that a company would actually come up with a replaceable blade. Uh, now, here's the thing. Let's talk about that yeah. for a minute. <laughs> they always say that. They always say replaceable blades, but they never sell a replaceable no, blade. where do you buy these teeny Nobody tiny can blades buy that any go on pencil sharpeners? Yeah. I would love to, but I yeah. never, like, please, if you're listening to yeah. the show and you know where to get these You blades, know where to get them please. that would go inside of any of these uh, yeah. sharpeners. That would be wonderful. But Even just it's, a normal sharpener. It's like a oh selling <laughs> point that they never, they will never... Yeah, um, not even on their site. Make They're good like on, replacement you know? blades. Yeah, replacement, bl- replaceable blade, but and they'll never make good on it. there's a screw that you can take it out, uh-huh. but I'm like, yeah. where, where is said blade? Yeah, now, now the, just like, to be clear, anyway. Barb and I are not talking about those little awful, um, what are those called? I can't remember. It's been so long since I've used them. The little tiny ones that are handheld that you just sit there and oh no what's that called? i am talking about those too uh well okay <laughs> those those that's one thing you can order those i think the little where the replaceable blade okay, i thought well, you could we'll order those that. on, we'll on talk amazon about that after the show because we're getting to read yeah yeah better. we are <laughs> what's that called? what are those called i can't remember i don't even know yeah the that's little, probably part of the problem i don't even the know little terrible um sharpeners but anyway um, well, but just any pencil sharpener, never mind the fancy blades. Yeah. I just think like they always say that they're replaceable. But even every art store I've been in, like you can buy like exacto blades or like yeah. any other blade, but for a pencil sharpener, it's like they just want you to buy more pencil sharpeners. They figure you'll just like yeah. you know, you'll get, just be like, Oh yeah, you'll get, you'll frustrated. get frustrated. You'll be like, It's not worth it. I'll right. spend the I'll just, ten dollars and buy a new one. Okay. Right, right. And and I think that's the reason why some people do like just using you know, the little aloe, um, handheld yeah. sharpeners, whatever those things are called that, that are terrible. But anyway, give you a little blunt, quickly tapered point that I don't like. But yeah. my point is this on those helical blades, you cannot replace them, even though that's a selling point. Yes. I like that AFMAT electric sharpener though, for, for that reason to give me that quickly, that long, long tapered point rather. And the nice thing about it is I just stick it in there very quick, pull it out, and it's done. I, I don't have the one you're talking about, Barb, but I have the Carl Angel it's 5. Less, okay, it's, I, have, I was going to say it's also less expensive than the electrical one. Oh, so yeah, if you want to try it and you're on a budget, that's also the reason to go to the manual. Okay. Well, yeah. aside from that, I mean, I also have um, a manual uh, Super Point by Derwent. Right. That's a good Derwent. one, too. Yeah, but there again, uh, yeah, I don't want to take the Bonus time item. 
to use five hands and crank that thing. You know, I just want to get back to the drawing. I mean, if really it's got quick. wrist issues, for sure, I get it. Like, no, 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 I'm yeah. being serious. No, I, like, if no, you've got I, any I kind understand. of carpal tunnel, like, totally get it. Well, yeah, yeah or if if uh, you're susceptible to getting any kind of stiffness in your wrist or, yeah. or fingers and all that, and you'd rather so spend options. your time. So there's options. There's, yeah. yeah, there's options to yeah. this one. There's, you know, electrical versus manual, depending on what your, your budget and preference is. Yeah, so very cool. All right, I love it. Okay, moving on. Um, matte steel sheet sharpener block. I wasn't sure what to call this thing because, uh, and I'll have a link to it in the show notes, but I've been using it now for months and I love this thing. So think of a sand block and you know how you can use the sand block to go ahead and sharpen the pencil to just a really tiny needle point, sharp point on the tip of that pencil. You could do the same thing with this little uh, metal sheet and it actually collects everything. Let me, do, let me just grab it real quick. Okay. So what, what time is it? I don't even know. <laughs> While you left off screen, I did oh, this. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> so what you can do here is sharpen that point by you can just sharpen it by scraping that across there and then you can just clean this you can wash it if you want so it collects down in here this thing oh, works nice. really well and it doesn't wear out you know like a sandpaper will so that's uh that's, that's really a great cool. environmentally friendly yeah there you suggestion go suggestion there yep. right there yep absolutely You're trying to reduce waste there you go that's the reason i got it not really but i mean it that's a you know, another benefit, I guess. It's a perk. There yes, you go. For sure. Yeah. No, yeah. it works really well um, for, um, you know, on the website here. And it's very inexpensive, guys. I mean, this is like um, six and a half, I think is what it is. So, um, but I, I just have it clamped up on my easel and use it that way. Just quickly, you know, scrape across there. Good to go. So. Nice. Nice. Okay, uh, next one on the list, or on my list at least, is uh, the Strathmore Vision Mixed Media Sketchbook. Mm. So what I really like, uh, and now I should also mention that it's, it's not just a mixed media. They have a little vision line, and there are different, so there's a watercolor paper mm. or a drawing paper, kind of different papers. I particularly like the mixed media one. Um, now, what's a really cool feature about these is there's kind of the initial cover, but then on the inside, they have uh, sort of a thicker secondary cover where you can draw the cover yourself if you'd like, mm -hmm. which is really kind of cool. So if you want to kind of customize your sketchbook, you can do that. And then um, the paper itself, uh, it, the, the sheets are all perforated. So it's coil bound, but the sheets are perforated. So if you want to do a nice drawing on them and then pull the drawing out and kind of you know, either yeah. give it to someone or frame it or whatever, you mm. know, you have that option, which That's I cool. always like in a sketchbook. Yeah. I really like, you know, especially if it's coil bound, because then you're not in there trying to cut the edge yourself. Oh, or right. get the, You know what I mean? Because you get that, then yeah. the, the paper's all, yeah. And uh, yeah, just the paper itself is really nice. And I like it for, you know, as, as somebody who uses mixed media a lot with colored pencil. I like that it handles wet and dry, different types of dry media very well. And the paper tends to not warp very much, which is also really nice. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a, it's a really, 
great sketchbook, I think, if you just want to do some experimenting. If you're looking at, it's actually nice just for dry colored pencil too, I find. And it's a, because it's a little bit of a heavier weight paper, it's just got kind of that nice, uh, good weight to it. And, yeah. you know, with like a lot of Strathmore products too, it's a really good price point. Um, let me just see here. It's 160, uh, I'm sorry, 98 pound. Let's go oh, with that. Okay. 98 yeah. pound. Um, paper so it's still like a pretty decent weight right and uh i think the cover the customizable cover i'm just reading here is 184 pounds so it's still mm. like a, a pretty decent weighted cover and it's uh yeah i just i really you know i'm a really big fan of their paper as it is oh yeah the sketchbook to me is just it's one of my favorites that i just really like working in so ah, yeah i love that company strathmore such yeah, a good company too. Good paper, mm -hmm. good support, good, uh, very, very good paper. All right. Uh, so my last one I want to talk about here. Um, I want to recommend a book. I've talked about it before on the podcast. So I'll link up to that in the show notes. So this one is called The Artist's Complete Guide to Drawing the Head. And the cool thing about this is, is um, I'll hold it up here to the camera so you guys can see it. Um, that. Is that good enough? Can we see it? There we go. Yeah. Um, so it's such a great book, though, because this guy uses that chiaroscuro uh, technique. And so he's really drawing in the way that my brain thinks anyway. He's drawing by rendering shadows first. Okay. These are quicker sketches. And he talks a lot about, you know, just how to render and talks about all the anatomical relationships between all the features in the face, how to get the head correct and different things. And he even goes through and talks about and shows you, and I just can't imagine how much time this must have taken to draw it incorrectly and then to draw it correctly, you know? And I mean, he's doing this on paper, you know? So things like that. I mean, it's such a good book. The way that he has explained things and written things uh, is just done so so well so if you don't have this one especially if you are a portrait artist you don't have this one in your current library i would highly recommend adding that uh, as quickly as possible so i'll have a link to that over in the show notes i always like a, a good book reference for mm. art because i feel like especially if you're buying books online you don't always necessarily get the opportunity to flip through it yeah and so yep. you know it's always it's always good to have that be able to get that good recommendation from somebody who's like, no, you know, like this is really laid out well. It makes sense. Yeah. And, well, and this, you know, this one is, this one's deep enough, Barb. I mean, I, I don't know if yeah. you own this one that, I mean, you no, can, I don't. you can just keep reading um, it over and over. Like there's certain things I've come back to. I'm like, you know, I'm finally kind of getting that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, after I've done this many portraits and then rereading that, I'm like, you know what? You are you are right, William. That's exactly that's the guy's name. You know, it's like man, you you explain that so well. So yeah, I highly recommend it. So go over there. Yeah, and a check good it book. Out. A good book will do that. I think. Yeah. So that's I think that's a great 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 recommendation. Awesome. John. All right, so guys, be sure and check out the show notes. So we've got everything listed there, and be sure and go to that link. Uh, that that uh, will lead you over there to Barb's blog, where she's got even more that she's offering over there to the list, more items on the list, Barb, right? 
Yeah, definitely. And actually, I still have one more to talk about. We only got to nine. So, but yeah, uh, can I do my last one? And oh, then we'll yeah. Talk I'm about sorry. Did I, did I just no, skip okay. over it entirely? I'm yeah, so I didn't sorry. do the color charts. Oh, okay. Okay. You, you put it. Okay. I got you. You flip flop yeah, yeah, yeah. on me there. Go ahead. I know. I know. Because I didn't want to leave. You confused with... me. <laughs> I know. Sorry. It's all right. Then doesn't take much, apparently. Okay. <laughs> It's, it's, it's been a long conversation already. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last one I want to talk about is my color charts. Uh, I definitely want to recommend these to anyone who hasn't had a chance to check them out yet. I really think it's a valuable artist tool. Um, and just something, I mean, I found, <laughs> what was funny is I found with myself yesterday I was working on something and I was like, I need to make a color chart for that because <laughs> it's one of those things where it just, it saves you so much time with finding the right color, knowing what the color is going to look like without having to do a test on, on a scratch mm -hmm, piece of paper. Mm -hmm. It really is just kind of a printed out, you fill them out and it's done and mm -hmm. you have it to reference countless times after that. So um, I'm going to recommend those on my list just for, to check them awesome. out. There's definitely... You know, there's there's also John's signature chart, which if you haven't purchased that yet, if you're into portrait art, John's. <laughs> yes, yes, everyone, just please had, clap just, just for had John. To, just had to, no, 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 yes. not for John. But just had to um, had to put a little cheer in there for that one because I'm just excited about that one. I've heard so much good feedback about it, Barb. People love it so. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, I, I just want to promote your chart a little bit more for a second here. So what's great about, so all the charts that you could purchase for me, whether it's singular than the five packs, uh, the groupings, mm -hmm. is that you get instructions on how to print them out on your own paper, so your own artist paper on your own printer. It's already sized and ready to go for a letter size paper. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also a comparison chart of different light fast ratings as well in there. Um, just so you can see how different light fast reading systems compare to one another. Yeah. Uh, as well, you know, in John's chart, which which is really great, you have his curated list of portrait colors. And as well, um, on top of that, John has done a five-step tutorial that also links to an hour-long video of the tutorial that he does in his his kind of chart ebook. So there's a lot of value packed into all of these. And, you know, they're they're on for a great price point. So by all means, I think check them out. There, it's a digital download, and definitely something I think is is worth uh, having as a tool in your in your arsenal. It's awesome. Oh, I love it. Love it. Yeah. All right, Barb, you had one last thing though that you were going to talk about, right? Yes. All right. Yes. So the one last thing is also if you go to my blog and you go to the blog post that we're linking to about the gift guide where I'm talking about all like you know my ten recommended things. There's also a free download there of the list. Mm -hmm. So the list will have digital links to Amazon US and Amazon Canada for the stuff that is available online mm -hmm. um, in either of those stores. And then it's also printable. So if you want to take it to the art store with you, there's a little checklist section so you can print it out. There's a visual. Nice. Uh, picture of what you see behind me here we very can't cool. really see very well but you'll see it if you get the download <laughs> there we go <laughs> anyways yeah so you can take that to your store with you as a little bit of a checklist um and yeah i just think it's uh i mean i'm really excited to be able to recommend some really great products this year mm -hmm. and i hope that um it's helpful with either 
you know, your own shopping for somebody else who's creative, or if you need, you know, you need ideas asking for stuff for yourself. Right, right. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Thanks for uh, making that available, Barb. That is so nice. No problem. Very cool. Yeah, guys, go and check that out. It just makes, adds another level of fun to your shopping, right? If you have some kind of guide like that, a little checklist. I love it. All right. This has been a lot of fun, Barb. Thanks. Uh, I love yeah, doing thank you. love doing this. This is great. Uh, we've never done this before, so I know. Cool. I think it's exciting. I hope uh, I hope it's helpful to people. I mean, it's always a fun time of year to to get some new art supplies or justify yeah. getting some new art supplies. <laughs> justify so, it for sure, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, this is the end of the show. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being a listener. Uh, you are the reason why Barb and I come back here week to week. You really do matter. You matter a lot to me. Uh, I just can't say enough about this community, Barb. And, you know, if I didn't, if there was not listeners, there wouldn't be a show. So you guys, you just you guys talking rock. talking to each other. That's right. <laughs> so I appreciate you. Um, and if you would like to leave a rating and or a review... I would also appreciate that. You can do that on any podcast platform. Um, you can listen on Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can go to um, Apple Podcasts. You can do that on Overdrive and a number of other places, I'm sure. So we'll be here next week. And you can reach out to the show by emailing podcast at sharpenedartist.com. And I'll talk to you next week. Until then, take care and stay sharp. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.